0: What's up, Lemonheads? Welcome to another episode of From the Yellow Chair. I'm Crystal and I'm riding solo here in the Lemon Seed Studios of From the Yellow Chair. Um, I'm joined today by an awesome partner. Um, I've actually gotten to meet and hang out with some of this team. They're a great team. Um, uh, it's Ashley Hughes from Distif Larson. We did have to discover, Crystal, what really had to use my Texas to discover how to accurately pronounce that. So I hope I'm doing it justice. We kind of had a little moment about that. So I'm going to introduce you to Ashley and we're going to talk today about partnerships through your distributor that really make you successful and success stories that she has seen. I can't wait to hear more about it. Let's sip some lemonade. All right, well, welcome Ashley. Thank -hmm. you for joining me on the call today. Um, Ashley, you are the uh, the business development coordinator, I should say, or organizer for Gustav Flarsen, right? Tell us a little bit about like what you do and your company and things like that.
1: I am a business development manager. I oversee um, territories in Minnesota and North Dakota. Uh, work with dealers to expand their business knowledge and uh, grow in strategy. A lot of the businesses that I work with are technicians turned owners and need to leverage different avenues for growth uh, without necessarily knowing what they're doing.
0: Um, Well, you know, if you're driving down the road and you're a contractor, or heck, you own any business and you don't know what you're doing, let's raise our hand. Let us all raise our hand <laughs> to it is always a challenge to know everything about everything. But just visiting with Ashley before we actually went live with the podcast and listening to how um, you guys try to help your contractors have access. So I always say a big thing here is, you know, as a contractor, we just want access to resources. Now, contractor. I do not know that you're actually utilizing a lot of the resources that you have at your disposal, number one. Or actually investing in the partnerships that come from recommendations. So, you know, I know for like Lemon Seed specifically, we go through a pretty good vetting process to be recommended from manufacturers, distributors, or other vendor partners. And so, but a lot of times we will make a warm connection. So someone will say, hey, this is my client. You should meet with Lemon Seed. And then the the contractor never does it. And I know it's because contractors are busy and they're distracted or they're trying to run companies and have some semblance of work-life balance. You know, if, people even know what that is. Um, And so running a business is not for the weak. So, well, actually, one of the partnership ideas that you talked about that you shared with me was trying to help one of your contractors get more Google reviews. And I just want, I thought you could just kind of tell us about that scenario and how you approached it and, and what the contractor thought.
1: Yeah, it is so important for Google reviews nowadays, and a lot of the older generation contractors to newer generations like technology savvy, uh, just don't understand the value behind organics in Google reviews. Uh, We work with a company called Podium, which uh, assists in that process, but uh, also leveraging maybe Uh, process that can be implemented within the organization without subscribing to an additional service when you are managing a younger company. Uh, And we've, we've worked with contractors on, on both ways, in in both ways. Yeah.
0: So speaking on this, so what happens is Google reviews. So for those of you that aren't used to this, uh, maybe you're like she's saying, maybe you're a younger contractor or smaller revenue, or you're new to the game here. There are so many integrations that help you automatically request Google reviews that drive. Number one, it drives engagement from your customers, allowing them to leave a review, but it also builds some authority. um, You know, and listen, I'm going to go on a little tangent for a minute. Trust Mm me, you do not have to have all five star reviews. Mm
1: -hmm. Now, some of
0: y'all over there like playing around with a three star review average. Now, that's not it either. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, it is very important that you maintain your online presence. And Google reviews are very important. And then, you know, there's also a difference between Google local service ad reviews our verified reviews and regular Google reviews. Because, you know, Google just likes to have a good time and, like, see what, see what we can keep riled up. But with, with these Google reviews, working with a program like Podium or Pull Sim or... I could probably think, oh, even Service Titan has an integration to help you generate more reviews. The goal here is you see the engagement and you get your clients engaging with you, leaving you a response. And it, it, as you used earlier, Ashley, it affects the algorithm of where you show up. And yours was specifically around a dealer locator, right? Correct.
1: Yeah.
0: And so just helping that. Client. So was this um, partner, was he already connected with Podium or
1: did you have to make that connection as well? Uh, made that connection with a benefit to our uh, higher level dealers that they can add to the, the package.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So is it a part of, it's kind of a part of their co-op plan with you? Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. So I'll say that's another thing. Um, One of the biggest issues that I see contractors is they really do not take advantage of their co-op funds until December the 29th. And then they're (laughs) like, Oh my gosh, I've got to use $4,000. So I'm going to order a bunch of pins with my company name on it. And I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, you could have used this towards digital. You could have done so much more than just utilizing that for promotional products. So uh, make sure that you're working closely with your distributor, manufacturer, whomever you're getting your rebates from and really make the most of those relationships so that it actually helps reduce your cost, your actual out-of-pocket costs for marketing. So, or be like, I love to see you, just add it to the top. So if they're going to give you four, add it to what you were already going to do. Um, that's my favorite place to see that added uh, as someone that loves to see those good marketing budgets on there. Um, and again, we I want to reiterate this point. Google reviews are very important. If you're not automating that process, there's, there's very few reasons to not automate it. And on the AI side of things, I was watching yesterday a couple of vendor partners are releasing the AI integration to automatically answer your Google reviews with true sentiment meaning if it was a good review it gets good it gets a good response if it's a t- bad review it gets a good response uh an appropriate response for that so with these google reviews if you haven't already connected um, with a partner to help you automate that you should do that let's say you've been doing this for a minute and you've you've got this part down and you're like eh crystal give me something deeper than that why don't you take it to the next level start asking for video testimonials start asking for ways that you can utilize these reviews and go to the next step. The video testimonials that you then share on social media, that you put on your website, that you do all kinds of cool things with. That's the next level stuff, right? Also making sure that if you've got multiple locations, that the reviews are going to the correct Google business profile and that you're actively answering their reviews with words that are important for seo so thank you for letting us come out to dallas texas and repair your heating system we were honored to be a part of it like you can really work on those so do not sleep on the google reviews okay so i know that was one that was really good and then you shared there was another one that you really like to do and it, i'm gonna say this um and you can tell me not to not to say this. I think a lot of what you brought up today is for a newer contractor or Mm -hmm. a a contractor that's been in business for a whole, like they, they, they were in business before the internet. Mm -hmm. And so adopting to some of these things has really been a challenge because your second one is going to kind of be a no brainer for a lot of people. But for the new people, I really think we could spend some time here. So what was that second one that you were telling
1: me about, Ashley? Uh, we have a partnership with online access and it really is a competitive advantage in some of the smaller rural areas. So not necessarily a younger contractor, but maybe a more rural contractor or, um, uh, or an older generation contractor that has used word of mouth for a very long time. Uh, it it exposes you a little bit further and with the markets experiencing a little bit of a lull or a change in the economy, it's so important to have that even a baseline website. So I feel like online access makes a great partner from small to big, uh, because they have plans that encompass all of that. Uh, it's, it's been, it's been great for some of my contractors.
0: Yeah, so I I reiterate some of those same sentiments. Um, online access is great for a lot of contractors. Um, I will say this, that I do agree 100%. If you do not have a website, let's start there. Um, but those of you that do have a website, to Ashley's point here, it really is a game changer for those of you that really start investing and being intentional with your SEO strategy, your website strategy, as far as like what it looks like, how it who you're using, your URLs that you have attached to it. So, you know, there's lots of opportunity there for the website side of things to be um, a lot more indicative of success. So I have contractors all the time that will say, well, I mean, I grew to $5 million, $8 million, $15 million with very little marketing budget. Mm -hmm. And you know what my answer to that is? Man, imagine what you could have done with a marketing budget. So imagine. So, yeah. So if you if you did three million dollars without even working hard, imagine if we would have thrown one hundred thousand dollars out there and actually ask people for their business. Right. So Um, a lot of that is just, you know, being intentional. Um, And I say this all the time too: what got you here won't get you there. All of a sudden, when you're trying to hurdle ten million dollars and fifteen million dollars a year. um, So remember, in twenty twenty three, you got to do that. If you did ten million in twenty twenty three to grow in twenty twenty four, you've got to do that same ten million plus. So, it's not just you got to make up the incremental, right? Sometimes I have to say that out loud, like you got to do that whole 10 again, you know, to get over it. And so, a lot of important things here is I feel like websites are the most controversial, soap opera like uh, <laughs> areas of our business in the marketing side. People think uh, Lemon Seed does websites too. They think we do them and we do not. Um, We actually are like, you know, we help come alongside the contractor and help them choose the right vendor partner and then make the most of their marketing budgets. But websites, I don't sleep on websites. You have got to get one. You have got to hold your vendor accountable. You've got to work with great people like online access that help you get in there, own your content. They're constantly working on search engine optimization for your city and your weather and your equipment in your offerings. And so please do not rest that, oh, well, I got a website partner. Start really holding them accountable and giving them information. So if you are doing something cool, give them the information. If you're a $20 million company and you need to go to the next level, then start going to the next level by working alongside those digital partners. They're not your enemy. They're not trying to take your money. It's just they probably don't have enough information a lot of times to pivot when you need them to pivot. So, um, and listen, I've come across some some. Shady, shady pants, people. Um, so websites are so tr- so cringy. So don't. It's one of those things like don't be afraid of websites, but at the same time, be cognizant that you're not a web developer. So let them do what they do. It's always a tricky situation. <clears throat> do you have a specific example, Ashley, of like someone that didn't have one and then they and then they got a website?
1: Yeah, uh, I had. Top tier out of Blaine, Minnesota, and they are. uh, They had their website go down, and the company wasn't willing to get it up uh, immediately. And they have a really strong, growing presence in the metro area. Uh, Online Access had it up within, I think it was a day and a half, and a new partnership that has been highly successful. Awesome! Awesome. So um, a lot of you
0: value things in a website company. Here's what I value. Transparency. I value the ownership of my assets. I value the, the them being able to pivot quickly. So I don't need them. I do not have a 24-hour expectation, but I don't have a two-week expectation either. So, you know, setting realistic and clear explanations. When we interview um, client uh, digital companies for our clients, I always like to ask, like, what is your turnaround time? What is your contractual agreement? Do I own all of my assets? How often do we meet for reporting? How quick can you make changes? Like those are good things that you can ask um, that help you make a decision because those are good differentiators for you. If you really like two companies that you've been interviewing for your new your whole digital presence, just those questions alone will probably help you make a decision there. So, okay, and you told me another interesting thing about Gustav Larson that I want you to expand on and tell me a little bit about. And it's this internal business coach that you guys provide. Tell me about that a little bit.
1: We have a gentleman named Bob Miller, and he's worked in HVAC for a very long time working with our contractors to understand their financial situation. Like I said earlier, we uh, often have technicians become owners or just owners that don't have strengths in their financials uh, and maybe didn't choose the right, financial professionals uh, to manage their books uh, or maybe internally didn't hire effectively. Uh, And we bring Bob in to support them on their journey to become successful in working with Larson and in their business.
0: So, yeah. So, you know, I know a lot of you that are driving and listening right now, you know, probably have a business coach or maybe you've been thinking about a business coach. I will tell you business coaches or just, just a good business advisor, will change the trajectory of your business. Especially if you kind of knock yourself down a little bit, this is going to sound so contradictory to what you want to do naturally. Um, Okay. And another thing that I think these financial, or I'm sorry, that these internal business coaches are good for is operations. You know, a lot of times there's just holes in places that you don't see it, but you start off like who cares about age of equipment? You know, who cares about the model and serial number or when I installed all this, like, eh, you know, and then all of a sudden you're a $10 million company. And you're like, dang, I wish we could track age of equipment. <laughs> I wish we could track, you know, people with their warranties or that that who has this particular style of equipment. And you'll wish that you started off better. My sister and I are starting a pest control company right now. And we're trying to build this business as if we're a $10 million company because we know in the grand scheme of things, when we start really um, spilling over into growing larger, we'll be glad that we went through the torture <laughs> that we feel like we're going through right now. So, actually, what are some other things that you think make people uh, good contractor partners with Gustav Larson? Like What are some of the characteristics of those contractors that you think really separate them from everyone else?
1: I think we're coming into an era with Larson that we can really offer the business support. Uh, we have came in and out of that, uh, but the team that's being brought in right now is really dynamic in their backgrounds as far as HVAC and business Mm. and uh, marketing and being able to leverage internally what we not only do well as a distributor but as uh, business owners can come side by side with us and uh, utilize our resources really as a territory manager or business development manager supporting in leveraging your co-op and marketing funds and your um, additional benefits that you get from the organization is a hand holding for some of the contractors to make sure that it is utilized Uh, some of the bigger organizations already have that in place Uh, to add to what you said earlier is i think some of the most successful guys that walk into the business are uh the guys that already have the business foundation created they have the p3 they have the field edge they have the you know the fsm software established they have a website built they have a marketing plan in place they've maybe done a business plan already there was a gentleman i met with earlier last year that became an american standard dealer with us and uh when I met with him, he already had his logo on a hat, a logo on a jacket. I said, "How long have you been doing this?" He said, Oh, uh, well, I start on Monday." And I said, "Amen, oh goodness, <laughs> yeah. I am so proud of you." Uh, we're and working yes, with a
0: yeah, we're working with a client right now that has not even opened his business yet, but we oh. are already doing branding and setting up uh, social media channels and email platforms. And I mean, I'm like, he is going to start off ten miles ahead of anyone else probably that's ever started at this point
1: you know the guys in the market are uh, like where did he come from anyway where i mean you know because he came so established feeling and that really adds a competitive advantage when he goes in with his clients or potential clients
0: yes absolutely Well, another thing that you that you kind of mentioned is, you know, and I've been to a to a Larson event and, you know, you're all sitting in a room and I want to encourage contractors like look around. You want to be you want to be the odd man out of your group. I am always looking for the group at those events that are if I'm five million, they're 10 million. That's the group I want to be in. I rarely want to be the big shot. So like every once in a while, like, let me just get a little gossipy here. Like you'll walk around and you're like, this dude is doing seven million dollars and he's sitting over here with all these two million dollar dudes touting how good he is instead of spending his time with people that are doing it better than him and figuring it out. Like, let me go over there. Don't, you don't have to be the big shot in the room because number one, I promise you there's somebody else probably close to that room that's doing what you're doing and doing it better. But also, there's a, uh,
1: yeah. There's a, a thing called, uh, it was years ago. I heard a speaker called life as a theater. It was by uh, Brian Hursley had presented it in a staff development group and uh, life is a theater, meaning you close your eyes and you imagine this theater and think who's in your front row, who's in your back row, who's up in the higher level of the theater and the people that you surround yourself with is what you become.
0: Mm. You know, you're the sum of the closest five people to you or something along those lines. And, you know, I cannot express this to people enough. I partner with contractors every single day that start with me at one million, and today they're at four and five, six, eight million dollars. I partner with contractors on the same day that are at one million, that today are at one million dollars. So and it's because it's a mindset like marketing can only do so much. Operations can only do so much. You know, social media, a mascot, a rap truck, a rap van, even heck, even your distributor, your manufacturer. Those people can only do so much. It's got to be your mindset, your work ethic, your energy level to move forward. And, you know, you partner with great people. And so no matter who you're partnering with utilize their resources, go to their events, participate in their trainings, better yourself, grow yourself, and therefore your business will grow. Yes. And it's it's just, it's not rocket science. More than anything, you got to have a little humble pie and sit back and be like, I don't know everything. I can learn from others. Um, also, many of you have good things to share. Many of you have learned out of pain comes progress. So many of you have access like, hey, let me tell you, I made the mistake of not updating my pricing for two years. And then then when I went up or I made the mistake of my maintenance program being this and I should have done this, you know, I made the mistake of going with this vendor and I should have gone with this one. Those are all I call it. the. I say this when you go to conferences or shows or anything like that, you know where most the learning comes from. Around a dinner table or a bar high table. The conversations, the networking. So Lemon Seed has a conference coming up. Um, we're recording this a little bit before our conference comes up. But, you know, and at that conference, yes, I strive really hard to have good content, but really, do you know where the majority of the relationship building and the ideas come from? Is those networking opportunities. So well, Ashley, thank you so much for joining us and and just chatting with me. And if someone wanted to reach out to you about more information about
1: Larson or anything like that, what is the
0: best way for them to reach out to you?
1: Email me, Ashley uh, without any e, A S H yeah. L Y dot Hughes H U G H E S at G A Larson.com.
0: Perfect. And we'll have that all in the show notes for you guys. Ashley has been an absolute doll. The Larson is uh, Larson partnership is a great thing. Lemon Seeds really enjoyed paying a small part of of those some of those activities. That, mainly thanks to Colleen at Online Access, uh, yes, she yes. connects us. She's quite the the connector in the trades yes, there. Yes. Um, Online Access is a great company as well. We'll also lift list a, a link to their website in our show notes. Rachel will make sure to do that for me. Um, but most importantly, thank you so much, listeners, for listening to another episode. If you really loved us. Because Ashley and I were great. We are very entertaining for these 20 minutes now. (laughs) Um, We would love to get a review from you, whether it's on Facebook or on wherever you're listening to podcasts right now. Please let us know what you love. If you don't love something, just send us an email. But uh, we would love to get some reviews. Go like us on all of our social media channels. Guys, we hope you have a great rest of your week. Here's to growing a great business in 2024. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for sipping some lemonade. We'll see you soon.